out of nowhere question of the week. In honor of Marcus bringing home his baby boy, I want to shout out. The, uh, I want to ask a question to all the fathers out there in the in the uh, to YouTube Martin and Chance. I want you guys to give some advice to Marcus on to prevent his son into turning into a Dominic Mysterio. You know, we we're in a different age now, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna say you know pull off the belt. But you can never go wrong with that. When no one's looking, you know, you, you pull out the belt. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. Um, prevent your kid from being like Dominic Mysterio? I don't know. Be a better father. How about that? <laughs> be there for your kid. Clearly, his dad wasn't there. Driving all the time, putting work before his family. He did his best, man. He did his best. Nah, he put his Listen, work before he... his family. And Listen, him in he the ass. Twitter. Listen, he bragged on Twitter about going to go home and beat his kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Nah, but honestly, Dom's great, so that's not that bad. That's not that bad of a of a turn, you know what I mean? I mean, if Marcus look at Jr. That turns way, out to be making money, man. Third, that's an that's an absolute <laughs> win. That's yeah. what Kishi said. He bringing home a paycheck and he out the house. Hey, can't be mad. <laughs> All right, guys, but this is a this is a good week of wrestling. Let's uh, let's jump into it. Over. That's right. The zombie apocalypse is here, ladies and gentlemen. Zombie King's taking over this this podcast today. We are back with my favorite faction. We got Brandy Savage, Channel Chance, and your uh, hot tag, if you want to call it. We got Martin in the house today. What's going on, you know fellas? It. No, not bad, not, not bad. Much, Listen, I just realized that Martin's nickname is Nitram, and I was like, "Why the fuck is his ass Nitram?" I just realized it's his name backwards. Well, put some respect on his name. That is Nitram, man. Nitram, What the fuck is a Nitram? Oh, you didn't like, know Nitram. Nitram. Oh, damn. He's my right name. You know, I ain't gonna get into it because then I got to challenge Todd Dollar. Be John he's been going ham. Family, bro. <laughs> Come on, don't um, sleep on him. He got lyrics. This one got bars. But, speaking about bars, wrestling was hot this week, fellas. Super hot. A lot of good stuff going on. I don't know, Martin. Since, since, since you're new, hot tagging for your brother here. What's going on with SmackDown? All right, y'all. Let me, let me tell you about SmackDown. One, 
guys, it was a pretty good show. I ain't even gonna lie. It was a it was a pretty good show. I was hating on it. Yeah, it was. was. But <laughs> it's a pretty good show. It started off with the US uh title contender match between Kevin Owens and Santos. And an opening match it was, because man, banger. You know what made it more good? They had Logan Paul on commentary. And man, he did a great job, guys. Logan Paul to me has been the best U.S. champion of 2024. Let me tell you, this long 2024 we've been having. <laughs> Agree been to best. disagree on that one. He <laughs> hasn't had I a mean, match yet. It's 24. You're champion. You didn't even have a match He's been, hey, he's been right. champion for 60-something right. days. Respect it. I respect. I respect. I mean, he's been the only U.S. Um, champion. So, like, by default, he's already the best. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you. Training? Like I was saying, he's the best. There's no, there's no argument to it. See? No argument. Like Chance said. Um, he cut a promo after the match, KO one, and you know he pretty much cut cheap heat promo. I'm in this city. Uh, I think he went for the hockey team. Sucks. Blah blah. It was fine. He ended up getting knocked out with the cast. I'm pretty sure this is leading to the stipulation being that Kevin Owens can't use the cast during the match, and that's gonna cause him to lose. Let's see. Maybe they do like a knockout match. I don't know. Yeah, but I think I think the point that they're gonna say is that he can't use the cast because it's a weapon. So when he goes for that punch, it's gonna hurt him more than it hurts Logan. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I can see that. I think that's the way they're gonna keep Logan with the title because, like I said, killing it. Speaking about killing it, Bobby Lashley came out and said, "I'm gonna start killing it again. I'm gonna be the Almighty." Um, this led to the return of Authors of Pain, who are now tagging with Karrion Cross, and I know Chance is super excited about that. I mean, we all should be. He's Puerto Rican. And from I mean, that's the end of the day, you gotta represent. Listen, there's no Puerto Rican discrimination in this podcast at all. I'm not standing for it. You're right. Gotta gotta go with the Boricua. Hey, I'm I'm just hoping this kind of gives him some life. He's not a bad character. I mean, he's not 100 percent, you know, grade A in the ring, but he's not bad in the ring. I, well, I it do definitely like look his like character. a tough action. I'll tell you that. Like all three mm-hmm. of them together with Paul Ellering on the side and um, Scarlet, they look they look badass. It does look like a good faction though. Like visual wise, that looks like a badass faction. You know what doesn't look good visual wise? Cameron Cross's finisher. It's yeah, a pump it's, handle. It's, 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 a, it's a pump handle into a fireman's carrying to whatever the hell he does with it. You know what I mean? It looks it's just, like an mm. F five. This is like mad unnecessary steps. Just put the man's on your shoulders, bro. You don't gotta go crazy with it. And uh, like, 2011, you a 2011 like, oh, cool. <laughs> in the wrestling yeah, game, you know, he took all ten steps. That's what he did. He was like, "Yo, me add this, put the taunt in, <laughs> do this, do this. Oh, I gotta put a finish in. All right, we'll end it with that five. <laughs> did you see? Did you see Dijak? did that on Twitter. He was like, "I'm going to the PC today, guys. Yo, show me. Yo, give me a move I should try out." And somebody gave him like a ten step finisher. Like the guy jumped from the top from the top rope onto above his shoulders, and the guy on top of the thing, he like switched it up for a hurricana or karana, went back into electric chair. It was just like mad steps just to do a basic like suplex off the top. It was madness, bro. It was, <laughs> it was madness. Yeah. <laughs> He came back though. He said, but, "I'll um, save it for WrestleMania." Speak about- that was a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, keep it going. They had a women's match, which was EO and Mitchin. Good to see Mitchin on TV. All I gotta say about that. Uh, EO wins, yeah, of course. That led to a segment with Bailey and Bianca entering the Rumble. What was you saying, Zombie King? 
How many times are you going to change her name? Didn't it, like, I feel like every time I see her, she has a new name. You know, I they had think, a great match. I think she was Mia Yim, and then she was Mitchin, and then she was Mitchin Mia Yim, and now she's just Mitchin again. I think that's the, the order of her name changes. <laughs> Amen. You know who didn't get a name change, though? And finally got a debut after all these years. The longest NXT call-up, I think, so far. My boy, Tyler Bate. Tyler, boy came, uh, Tyler Bate came out to tag with who needs a name change, Butch. Um, and they won their little tag team match. Guys, he got no reaction. No Ooh, reaction at all. Um, Tyler Bate, but, he got no reaction. I, I, mean, the crowd, I mean, the crowd goes mid. Are we, are we that upset about it? I mean, yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been. In, I feel like he's been in and out. He has a uh, double gimmick changes a couple of times. Do you think, um, if they would have gave him like a video package a couple weeks prior, it would have made a difference? Yeah. Honestly, nah, not really. I've noticed that those video packages they don't really do much how they used to do back in the day. You know what I mean? Or like Kofi on a beach. Carlito and all them other Johns, like it didn't. Yeah, Carly had the best. It's, it's, they don't do it how they used to. Honestly, at this point, I think Tyler Bates only has SmackDown to see if he can actually finally swim in the main roster. Because if he can't, there's no real reason to have him on TV. I'm not gonna hold you. Whether it's NXT, SmackDown, honestly, WWE just is not for him if he can't latch on. Unfortunately, WWE is more sports entertainment than actual is wrestling. But at the end of the day, you still it's still your responsibility to connect with the crowd. And if you That's can't do facts. that, and if you can't do that, honestly, you don't have a place in the E. You may get away with it in AEW or New Japan, where there's a more emphasis on in-ring, and the people who watch that specifically love in-ring wrestling. But WWE's fan base is mostly kids, man. Mostly yeah. kids, tweens, and people like us who love the product so much, we're willing to put up. We're willing to put up with it and we'll dip it out. Facts. Do you think? Do you think he's he's going to do it? I mean, he was pretty popular at NXT. You think he can get that same popularity on the main roster? I'm not gonna hold you, man. The E is a different beast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like NXT is one thing because the people who love NXT love wrestling and they love up and comers, and they know about them from like a few other spots. Like WWE fans are like super casuals, man. You know what I mean? Definitely. They're super. They're super casual. Like they they watch like two shows a week, SmackDown or Raw, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it, bro. <laughs> AW don't exist. <laughs> TK's nah. to them TK's just a figment of their imagination. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So they only know one the end... con. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Nick. <laughs> oh, um now I gotta omit something here, okay? Because you guys I already know people are gonna bring it up. I went real hard on the main event to you guys. I went real hard on, on it. Um thousand percent. I'm going to explain why, and then maybe you guys will understand where I'm coming from, okay? I don't have cable. Okay. We know Not this. I watch it on Hulu and Rewinds and stuff like that. Um, so before I watched it on Hulu, I read the Bleacher Report match-for-match match report as it went on. And the way it described it was, and I kid you not, was pretty much that the match ended in a DQ and was now an official Fatal 4-Way for the title. And that's pretty much all it said. And it really irked me that it said the match ended in (laughs) DQ. Because when I finally watched it, because you guys know I went ham on that. I was like, there's no reason why a non-DQ match should end in disqualification. And I was not standing for it. 
I even tweeted about. But <laughs> um, no, re- not rewatching, but actually watching the, the main event, I 100% enjoyed it. I see what they did. It was never even called as a DQ. I mean, the ref stood up eventually, but he looked as confused as everyone else. <laughs> um, I like what Nick Aldis did. I just think it doesn't deliver technically. Like, I like the whole him telling Paul Heyman, hey, when he's done celebrating, you let him know he's going to fight all of them. I just, and I don't know, maybe it's the way that I used, I'm used i used to watching wrestling. I wish he would have got the mic and been like, hey, Roman, what are you celebrating for? Because now you're going to have to fight all three of them. at, And then let the crowd react to it. You know what I mean? Like There was no way the crowd could react to what Nick Aldis was saying because they couldn't hear him. Facts. <clears throat> nah, I feel you. I feel you, but I, I, I feel like... Let me let me get this one off. B. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So I feel like in this case, I feel like Nick Aldis was... This is one thing I like about kayfabe, right? Like the, <laughs> the wrestling is real, what they storylines is real. That instead of grabbing the mic, he was so furious at that moment, he didn't, get, he didn't even give a F about that crowd. You know what I mean? He just told Paul mm-hmm. Heyman, like, listen, your man's thing shit sweet. Guess what? It's not. You go see all of them. And I thought that was... That was my yeah. probably my favorite part. That was probably my favorite part, except... That's, you know, aside from our tribal chief cleaning up house. Cleaning up. Cleaning up, bro. Like, I them, like them the moves. Some moves are going at it. Other and problem with that. Oh. Someone was cleaning the house? It's not that. We've been watching wrestling for a long time. Roman Reigns has been in WWE for a long time. He knew that if he went out there and attacked all three, he was going to get all three. Like, that's wrestling 101. Zombie King, if you're in a, if you're in a match... Or you got a number one contender, and you got a, a fatal four way match going on, and you attack the people. Mm-hmm. You expect to fight all of them at this point, right? Like you know that's I mean, going to come. Point, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're all going to want. It their made Roman back. look kind of foolish. Is my point? I mean, he's a tribal chief. He's, he's a tribal chief. chief. He's doing yeah, whatever he wants. I can see where Thank you're you. coming from that. <laughs> yeah, but it, he does whatever, bro. It also show, it shows dominance. I mean, I yeah, it does show dominance. But then again, if you think about it. <laughs> He's out there with his whole gang, his, his cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can it, it can go both ways, both ways. So, uh, who eats the pin in this fatal four? L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. A. Knight. Yeah, you're the reason behind that, though, right? They didn't want Randy to eat a pin so early in his return back. Mm-hmm. And honestly, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Perfect. I'm not mad at it all. AJ Styles doesn't need, doesn't need to eat the pen, and if no. Knight eats the pen, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Get it doesn't hurt him. And it makes me. It gives me. It makes me sleep easier at night. <laughs> oh yeah. So much for that. So much resolution. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forgot all about that. <laughs> but yeah, I will I like say that. I overreacted on the main event. And you did. You going crazy in the group chat. <laughs> He's going crazy. I'm, I'm looking at my phone like, yo, Mark's going crazy. <laughs> my, man lost, my man lost his mind. Speaking about losing mind, Chance. What they do? What's going on with Raw? Some of that opening. Raw, listen, Raw sucks. I'm not even going to hold you. Raw might be the worst <laughs> show on TV, bro. Damn. Aside from Rampage. I'm like, I'm not, like, not going to hold you. Raw is pretty damn bad. <laughs> I'm not no, going to hold you. You like that all. segment? Listen, I will tell you what. Listen, I'll tell you what I like. I like to live. I like to laugh, and I like to love. Because honestly, that R Truth Judgment <laughs> Day was amazing, bro. I love R Truth, man. I, I yeah. generally love R Truth. That man has made me care about the Judgment Day. He's he's mm-hmm. great. Because honestly, I have not cared about Judgment Day since. When, when, wow, when did I stop caring about them? 
Like maybe after WrestleMania. After no, no after after WrestleMania. That's when I stopped caring about Judgment Day, bro. I, swear, <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. That's when I stopped yeah. caring about them. Because let's keep it a buck. Rhea's really a face. She's not a heel. She's only a heel when she walks out with Dom. Mm-hmm. Let's be yeah. honest. Yep. Nobody really like. Let's keep it a buck. Like Damien's not really getting no no real booze. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody kind of likes Damien. And Finn is Finn, bro. Like nobody's really booing this group outside of Tom yeah. and Nick Mysterio, because you know apparently they're and twins. Nick. Tom and Nick <laughs> Mysterio. You know what I mean? So that segment was beautiful. He's trying to paint these. He's trying to paint these guys as faces when we all know they're the most boring heels <laughs> in all of wrestling right now. The only worst, the only worst heels was the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley because those were terrible heels. That was the worst, worst yeah. heels ever. Because unless you start punching heel. babies, I'm not gonna believe you that you're a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jump yeah. him, jump them, bro. Jump the Mexicans is not gonna get you heat. You know what I mean? If anything, <laughs> if anything, the boys in the red were them. Boys in the red were ooh, get them boys. <laughs> Roll <Yeah>, Tide. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is so they're really, they don't. They're not really. They're not really heels outside of Tom and Nick, but our truth just did a great job, man. He, hey. especially the, all the AI pictures and all the pictures he included himself in, man. That man That's is a gem to wrestling. Like, the best one was one day he was like, I was at Money in the Bank and he's on a wooden ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, that made me laugh so hard. But it's a great, bro. It's so great, man. And honestly, our truth is so money. He's honestly undoubtedly a first battle Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Whatever that man touches, whatever he does is gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got more championship reigns than uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, that's fact. <laughs> that's not and wrong. And it was great because when the segment cut out, you see Damien just laughing, man. Damien's just <laughs> laughing because this shit is honestly funny as hell. And yeah. we are trying to be over it. You know, JD's a hater. Even though JD's not even really part of the group. You know what I mean? It's almost it's almost like when Sammy joined the bloodline and just kept cracking them up. Like, all, and making them yeah. break character, like, all the time. It's almost yeah. that same feeling. It does have that same feeling. Damien's been breaking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot. Like, Dom has been trying to do a good job. Like, Dom just keeps his mouth shut. He, just, he tries not to say anything. But you be seeing him break up just a little bit. Oh, yeah. All truth is great, man. Um, Who we oh, had? Yeah. We had JD versus The Miz. Obviously, JD lost because that man's a, a certified Loser. scrub. Hey, he's <laughs> a perfect jobber, man. All right? Listen, he's his not hands my too... favorite, but when it comes to jobbing, he's a great guy with a big ass head. I'm gonna go Stephen A. Smith. His <laughs> hands head. are too small. His hands are too small. He can't palm the ball. <laughs> he has no footwork. <laughs> That's a little Kwame Brown for y'all. That JD but, right there. Listen, what else did we get on today? We had ooh, I like the segment a lot. The actual face of the women's division of Raw. You know who I'm talking about? Who's the actual face of the women's division of Raw? Nia Jax. Nia Jax comes <laughs> out old. for her interview with Michael Cole. You know, Rhea decided to pop out. They had a nice little back and forth, but honestly, if you heard Rhea's reaction to the crowd from the crowd, they loved her. Yeah, she's oh, such yeah. a baby face. She's yeah. such a, a baby so face. The, uh, Dominic's not coming out this entire run. This entire he feud. can't. Yeah, he, he can't. can't. No, they can't. Yeah. Because even, honestly, they might start ju- cheering Dom at this point. Yo, facts. <laughs> nah, if Dom comes <laughs> out, Nia Jack is definitely going to like do her finish on him. He might. That's, He's a good sport. That's what I see. I also see it's going to be clear as day the pop when Rhea picks up Nia. Oh, it's going to be nuts. Oh, yeah. It's going to blow the roof. Listen, yeah. I ho- listen, I hope them knees are strong. 
Hey, Rhea got it. Rhea got it. She did it to she's, Luke Gallows, yeah, bro. Come girl. on. She did it to Luke. Okay, you got it. You got it. I, take it I mean, like, but that's the it. point. Like, when she goes to, like, Elimination Chambers and, uh... That's going to be fun for her. Her, her, her hometown, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's gonna be how, there's no way they're going to boo her. No, no way. it's going to be like when the Iconics went out there and they went ballistic even though they were, like, heels. Like, there was yeah. there's I mean, no way. Who's... Who's who's Rhea's um Royal Rumble challenger? You think she gets one, or you think they pass her over for elimination chamber? I, you know what, I was thinking about the other day. I wouldn't mind if they do the, they put the title in the Rumble. Nah, they never did that for work. the. They never did that for the women's title ever. So I wouldn't that's mind seeing that at least once. I mean, not this one, because I feel like you're getting a lot of surprise ones, and I honestly believe this oh, is yeah. a Jay Cargo. This is a Bailey. This is a Bailey um Royal Rumble win. I actually feel that. like I feel like I feel like she's gonna win it. Yeah, I Jade. hope so, but I just don't feel like that's like a that's a EO Sky even with EO Sky because that's obviously who she would choose. It doesn't feel like that'd be like WrestleMania match. I don't know. Who but who does EO get a WrestleMania match again then against them? You know what I mean? She, she's getting Bailey. Like, she's getting Bailey for a fact. So I it is EO looking, and Bailey. I, I feel like they they're finally gonna pull the trigger on the dream match that they've been having for like years now, which is Bianca Rhea. Bianca wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Rhea. That's money. That has money written all over it. I wouldn't nah, be mad at that. If though. anything, I think it's Becky Rhea. It's uh, I was, why? Or Jay like, Rhea. You guys, it's, it's I feel Rhea like we've seen that already. No, I hope it's Rhea and Cargo, but I don't think it's I think Rhea and Cargo. Cargo is too soon. But you're right. It would be great <clears> if it's <throat> Jade. Like I said, Rhea's gonna if pick Jade up. Jade comes out, she's winning. Girl, if they yeah, didn't debut strong. her yet, and they debut her, she's definitely winning. Because they want to make sure when she gets this title, she can hold down this title. Oh yeah, I mean the the build is listen the build is there for Jade, but also the story is there for Bailey. Eo. I would not be mad if Bailey wins the Rumble because it starts putting a little bit of pressure on you know. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. My fault. These girls don't really like Bailey. They just kind of like tolerate her. You know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of just that tolerate her. I feel like I feel like once they win the Rumble, you know, they're gonna start being in her ear. Yo, she. Like, Bailey cannot choose for weeks. She's like, ah, yeah, you know who I'm going to pick. And then never makes that decision. And, you know, EO just gets, like, a little wary. They start jumping her. No. Like, you know what? I'm going with you. And Bailey finally goes face again. But it also leaves the window open for, you know, Monet to come back and help her. Hey, she if, is you know, the if those, if those AEW right rumors now. ain't true, you know what I mean? Because everybody's been saying on the incident it's recently the last time, couple weeks. Though. It's a great story, but it's a waste of time. The How's the way I see this going is Bailey. That's a will championship contender right there. Bailey will be like last four in the rumble, and mm. somebody, whether it be Oscar or yeah. <clears throat> I don't think Dakota Kai is cleared, so probably Oscar will also be there. Or, She'll throw her out, same. and then Jade will come out and clear house and win. And Bailey will realize that her people did not go with her plan at all, and that's how she gets her EO match. Listen, that's, that's not a bad idea. Because it's not a mania match. It's not a mania match, though. Nah, it is. It, it is. Because Bailey's honestly, Bailey's one of the biggest women stars in all of wrestling. Every everybody loves she, Bailey. I love Bailey. And honestly, she's been she's she's been a heel for way too long. Honestly, it's time to turn her face. Yeah. Let's get I don't want to see her hugging people again, though, man. No, no, no hugging. But I would listen, like to see her a face without listen, the, she, the hugging she, gimmick. No, she's she not hugging nobody no more. Let's go back to this weak ass raw. Chelsea and Piper, you know, they have their rematch. They lose. It's actually a pretty decent match. I think it was one of Chelsea's best showings yet. Yeah. As a as a wrestler. So 
it was cool, but you know they lost. I'm not I'm not a fan of Katana Katana Chance and um an old girl, whatever her name is. Irrelevant. That's why her name is irrelevant because I don't know her name. <laughs> so that rematch was cool, but eh, women's tag division needs a little bit more work. Let's talk about my guy Ludwig or Ludwig. That boy got a mean streak on him. And I'm not going to hold you. I kind of didn't like this spot only for the reason, like, I felt like the new, it's a new day just came back. You know what I mean? Mm. It feels like they just got back, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And now Xavier Woods, we don't know what's going on with him. Many blessings, many prayers. Yeah, Hope man. you get healthy, if that's what it is. Looks like they're kind of writing Kofi out for a couple weeks, you know, because... You know, uh, a rumble surprise, maybe. A rumble surprise with two weeks to go, bro? Is that really a surprise? It's more like, I'm oh, sorry, shit, I Obviously, I mean, it's not like a crazy surprise. It's just one of the ones that offer. Like, we're gonna get Sami Zayn back at the Rumble. You know, what I mean? it's like one of those, like, oh, he's hurt, but he's back. But you never know. No, Kofi I'm might not come out, you, but and Sammy, then like Sammy Sammy comes out with him. Seven weeks. Yeah. Sammy came. Sammy was out for a little while, so when Sammy comes back, it'll be like, okay, it was Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Okay, Sammy Zayn. If if Kofi Kingston like if he comes back in two weeks for the Royal Rumble, it's gonna be like he was out. I thought that man was just taking time I mean, for himself. I just, we're not gonna get a Kofi spot this year, is what you're saying? I, I I refuse to believe that. But I was just gonna, let's be honest about those Kofi spots. He I think he missed the last two. Well, he bombed the last two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he right? got hurt on one. He yeah, he's he's messed up on like the last three of them. Doesn't mean we can't. Yeah, was, get I them. think it was more than two. Like, he's just messing up. Like. I won't. I won't say messing up. Just not hitting the mark. True. So what else, man? <laughs> so let's talk about this Twitter moment because this honestly made a very big moment for the week. Gender getting a world title match against Seth freaking Rollins. Little random. Oh, I'm not gonna hold you. A little out the blue. But the reason I'm not mad at it is because one, Seth's kind of running out of folks to face. You know what I mean? Who else is on the roster as a believable heel? Not really a lot of people, especially Nobody. on the main event level. Like Seth don't have doesn't have a lot of people left. And so they get Jinder Mahal. He got a nice pop when he came back. Yeah, not a nice pop. It was people were like disappointed because they wasn't what they expected. But at the end of the day, Jinder's a former world champion, man. Yeah, I was gonna say put like put some respect on Jinder because Whoa. Jinder can be yeah, the Martin. perfect heel for Seth right now because Jinder. <clears throat> Heat is heat. It's not like, like his heat is general heat, and he needs a real guy that's getting some a real heel, getting some real heat to make him kind of relevant again. So Listen, I kind of like this. I feel. Do you guys to think me, we'll see? It doesn't really bother you. One more Ooh. time. Do you guys think we'll see Indusher the, the the tag team he has with him? I mean, I no, hope they're not gone. I yeah, hope that's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I like them a lot. If if Seth beats him clean, I'm gonna be mad at those guys. Like, what are we out doing? <laughs> like, where are we out at? True. Yeah, it, yeah. You, that's a good point. If they if he beats them clean and they show up next week together as a group, it's like, where the fuck were you last week, bro? <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Got mad did at you him know? Did you know? <laughs> did you know one of the guys from Indusher is one of the pitchers from Million Dollar? Yeah, the Million, million Dollar Arm. The million, yeah, yeah. million Dollar Arm. Yeah. It's actually pretty yeah, dope. That dude, I didn't know that. That dude's like, filthy. He's nice. Uh, like he he was he was the singles competitor for a little while. He's nice, but they just tucked yeah, him away. Nah, nah, that's another nice. thing. Like that's a solid yeah. team that they're kind of sleeping yeah. on. Yeah. 
It's not a sleeper. Oh, it's sleep just that they're too dominant. Warrior. You can't put them in. <laughs> like it's like if you put them in, it's like having Omas around all the time. Why is Omas not champion? <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Nah, Omas just just got on the scene. All right. Omas has been around for three been years. Around now. for at least it's three like, years now. Omas has been around for three over three years. And sucks. And he's had like five matches. He doesn't listen, Omas. <laughs> he's that guy. Put some respect on Omas. Honestly, I'd rather see Omas wrestle oh. than Hook. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm Omar Sapien, baby. Omas. Oh, Omar Sapien. Nah, but honestly, it's, it's a good look for it's a good look for gender. Don't you can't hinder the gender. No, and I like it. Honestly, H has the funniest thing has a fun has a chance to do the funniest thing possible and put the belt on gender, just to piss Tony Khan off. Because you know he's something. Because you know TK is not going to respond. Oh, you want to put the you want to put the belt on gender? I'm gonna put the belt on Hook. Like that's not happening. That's well, that's not happening at well, all. And I'm not gonna hold you. If he puts the, the the chip on Hook just to be petty as hell, one Hook's a New York dude, so I respect it automatically. Automatically, listen, New York is up, baby. Spike Spike Lee's over there in AEW, wherever he wins the title at. There's orange and blue skies. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> listen, you make Hook in the chip. I'm all for it. But Jinder Seth, it is what it is. I think we all expect Seth to go clean. Is that the expectation, guys? I think so. Hell yeah. Another failed, another failed yeah. cash in by Damian Priest. That's I what not, I hope happens. Probably. A real cash in? I don't, bro. I just don't see it. But here, at hear this me point, out. it's getting less and less believable. Hear me out. If Damian cashes in and pins Jinder, just. Enters the match the way that Seth entered his match or whatever. Mid-match. Enters the match. Raw? Pins gender. Yes, hear me out. Pins gender. You now have a Rumble match with Seth and Damien. And you can tell a story of that going into Mania. Whatever Seth's plans. Because you, you don't need... I'm pretty sure y'all have already said this before. We don't need Punk and Seth to have the championship for that match but to be But you great. do. But you what do you need do. the but you, what you do need the belt for is for, for it to be the Punk. main event exactly, which is like the CM Punk's whole fighting thing right now. I'm <laughs> I'm here to finish my story, which is just a main event WrestleMania. Literally, that's it. That's and literally without, the story. He doesn't want to win or lose. He just wants the main event. And without the belt, I don't think he. And without the belt, I don't think they make it. You know what I mean? Because let's say let's say respectfully, like they give Damian Priest gets a chip, right? He faces Drew at WrestleMania. I don't want to see Drew in the WrestleMania spot over second CM Punk. You know what I mean? Them to be like, oh, you guys didn't respect me enough to become a champion. I became a champion, and now I'm not, and I'm not in the main event spot of WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Drew sensitive. He's sensitive as hell. Would I don't you want to give him? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you good, buddy. You good. I was Would you guys out. be upset? And hear me out here. What I said happens. We get. Seth and Damien at the Rumble. Damien wins. Hear me out. Punk still wins the Rumble, because I still believe that. Challenges Damien. Damien loses at Elimination Chamber. In a in a chamber match where Seth wins. See, and I'm you not still lie. get Punk. You still get Punk versus Seth. I like that. But I, I actually do like Seth winning it at Elimination Chamber. But I was thinking, <clears> like, what you just said. If he catches it on gender, and then Royal Rumble match... Can be Seth versus uh, Damien, and I'd rather that where Damien and Seth one on one, and Seth 
beats that boy. Like, I love Damien. I want him to be champion so bad, but Seth obviously should go over every time. So I feel like that would be a better story. But again, Seth winning the Elimination Chamber is also amazing. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, he wins I'm not, at the Rumble. He could, you know, have JD help him, and then they're like, "Well, you have no JD in the Elimination Chamber." But I'm not Fair gonna enough. hold. But I'm not gonna hold you though. The only reason I don't think that's as strong is because CM Punk already called out two people. He called out Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, and he called out Seth Rollins. We already we already know him and Seth don't see eye to eye. If Drew was the world champion, I can be like, I right, bet maybe he picked Drew because you know they just had that little. That little squabble. But at the same time, who is Damian Priest as a world champion? You know what I mean? Like I Transitional champ. That's Transition. a thing. Yes. It's, it's yes. a thing that no, needs yes. to happen in wrestling. Like, yes, it's yes, yes, yes. No, yes. I get it in a wrestling standpoint. But in the kayfabe standpoint, who is Damian Priest to CM Punk? Mr. Money in the Bank. He has an advantage. That's, that's He's it. the guy that's that the only thing, That's the only thing a Money in the Bank is. It's just an advantage. Yes, he, like yes. You, you don't put him on a pedestal because he wins a championship match through a Money in the Bank. Mm. He's the easier yes. match. Yeah. He, yes, he's the, he's the easier match, but like that's not the Money match. You know what I mean? Obviously, we know it's Seth. Which um, is why it's a perfect Drew. elimination chamber match. To say he's not a pay-per-view, can, like, pay-per-view match kind of guy is crazy. We know he is. I don't see it. But that's... I, I, I mean... That's just I mean, you, I mean, like, we, I mean, like, we can. There's other people like LA Knight. I don't see it, but I know it's there. I see, like, I see it. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with Damian yeah. Priest. He's, he's a heel, and we love him as a heel because he's a terrible baby face. So he's like, a terrible heel. He's not a terrible heel. I just he's a terrible. He's a ter- He's a terrible heel. Wow. I don't think. I think the group itself is great. They're basically becoming tweeners, which is. Yeah, basically. Basically. Like, bro, they've been like, tweeners. Tell- they've been tweeners for a minute. They've been Which tw- is bro, nothing they- wrong with tweeners. I love tweeners. Those are my favorite pe- favorite type of wrestlers. But, yeah, but I'm not gonna label him as a heel. He sucks as a heel. Nah, I his think whole, he's good right now. I think his, his I think as a champion, is- he'll be fantastic. Like a two month champion. Like that's yeah, awesome, man. I think I'm growing on the elimination chamber idea more than what I was saying. <laughs> like, nah, trips. Speaking about casting in and all that, we can go on and on what on how we can end this. Seth Rollins championship run, but starting about new runs about champions. Savage, what's going on in uh, NXT? How how was uh, I wrong? If you guys want to mm, break man. it down to me, I mean, I, for for your definition of what you were saying, you're saying that you <laughs> he you think Oba's too early to be a star, but that boy has stars written all over him. I don't know. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I but uh, my take was it. Well, we'll we'll get to them and then we'll talk a little more. But well, we, let's let's talk about some NXT. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the uh, the Dusty Classic. I'm gonna start with that because you know they had their uh, Fraser and Axion beating Hank and Tank, which I'm not. Hank and Tank are former tag team champions. Am I correct? Uh, I believe so. I'm not sure. Yeah. And you know, I, I, every time I look at like um, uh, a tournament like this, it's always good to have contenders in it. But boy, we already know who the outcome winners are gonna be. Yeah. And they uh, they ended up you know Fraser and Axion. They'll go to the next round. I don't know who they're facing in the next round, but either way, if it's Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin, it's not fair. Yeah. Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin win the first round as well. And a little bit after, we see Trick Mellow Gang declare their themselves into the tournament. I think that's what we're going to get, guys. I think that's the end. Trick yeah, Mellow Gang that... versus Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Oh, that's definitely going to be the one. And I think <laughs> that's going to be the breaking point for Trick. And... Yep. Yeah, it's but that's when you get the reveal right before the match that it was right before Mello who attacked Trick. And then Trick's just not going to show up for the tag match, or Mello won't just show up for the tag match. 
and one of them will get their ass beat. Squashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. The actual show opened up with uh, the Davenport Lions, which I don't know, man. NXT be doing some silly shit sometimes because they always like check, like love to start off with a backstage brawl and bring it into the ring, which is always just mad silly because you could tell like something's different here. I don't know if it's their clothes, their tan, something's different <laughs> here. The hair looks a little different, but Nikita Lions ends up getting defeated by Davenport, which always breaks my heart to see Lions take an L. I just want to say. The NXT parking lot has to be the most dangerous place in the entire Yo, NXT. It's insane. <laughs> they didn't put security cameras or something up. <laughs> always. Like, it's like one waiting on the other. It's like, yo, you know that person checked in. Just keep an eye on them. Dude, that's like, what I'm saying. I, I don't even walk in the Walmart parking lot. If I see somebody, I'm looking at them. I know they have to see these people. <laughs> All that money, no security cameras? Right, they always, but they always have NXT Anonymous or a guy holding a camera, a big ass camera. Oh, they fighting! <laughs> <laughs> and we had the uh, Tiffany Stratton Hemley uh, uh, thing the whole night, which was actually way better than I expected. They have an interesting dynamic, and I think that needs to be explored more. I see someone comparing them to Adam Cole and MJF, and I was like, I think that would be even better. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would, yeah. It's a great segment. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, Stephanie just spazzing out because of it. It's, it's, it makes for great TV. She's gold. I have to say, man, she's gold. There's a rumor that she's on the. She's gonna be called up soon too. She should, as she should, because she's fucking fantastic. We had the, uh, being a rumble surprise. A rumble should surprise. Be. Actually, that would be fire. Just, I feel like there's gonna be so many NXT stars in a rumble this year. They should. NXT women's been cooking lately. I'm not gonna lie. They have been, but honestly, I don't see them pulling from like outside companies again for a spot. No. Gonna, honestly, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you. They might get they might get Mickey James, you know. Shout out, you know, because her husband is in the, you know, he is in Simek Downeth. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's so also she, running AEW, come... which is and WWE she's... related. Exactly. That's true. I they mean, but, a, I mean, about Mickey James is it's it's a very uh, history maker. She's the only. Outside wrestler to come to WWE, being the world champion, and take a title to WWE and come out with it. Who, who other wrestler did that other than I'm, her? They acknowledged it too. They acknowledged the yeah. two knockout like champion. That's, that's some big stuff, and like, I feel like people like kind of pass by that, but that's some history right there. She's the only one to take a different company to the E. Can you imagine I if mean, they didn't acknowledge it, though, when she comes out with the title and they're like, and she's holding some toy replica of a fake title. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, uh, man, that would have been, honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't put a past Triple H to slide that to Michael Cole, because I'm sure we all saw the WrestleMania where Sting came out, he fought The Undertaker, and he was like, yeah, Sting, that's what a real crowd of 70,000 strong <laughs> look like. Violated. Violated. Yeah. Like, Violated. I'm like, Michael Cole, this isn't you. This is like, you, friend. <laughs> like, this is friend. If, if if Vince is giving you things, just say it. Just blink. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the goofy championship match between the family and OTM. I say goofy because I just didn't like the ending. It just felt like they were trying to do something. It got messed up, and then script. This is scripts. Well, this is playing scripts. Like I don't know what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> but the the old family wins, uh, retains, which this is how it should be. And uh, was it Jada Parker approaches the OTM in a group in the uh, parking lot and just says a bunch of stuff that I only understood twenty five percent of. 
<laughs> you understand? I, I know I'm old because that slang was like going over my head crazy. Bro, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I thought I was the only one, so I, you know, I hit that. I hit that nice good old Urban Dictionary, and I'm like, hey, she was, she was cooking them. She was, <laughs> she was <laughs> cooking, her cooking them. Uh, and shout, shout out to Jada because I would not know that Riz meant was short for charisma if it wasn't for her. <laughs> like that's something I wow. thought about. Yeah, like, wow. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Riz is for crazy. I did not know. Now you know. And then we now you know. Four sides of the room fans. Honestly, I was blown away. I was like, wait, no way. But yeah, Corey Jade actually defeats Gigi Dolan, which decent match. But I don't know. I just love Corey Jade, so I just I'm always gonna be, like, be proud when she wins. Same thing with Nikita Lyons. I just want them to always win. Yeah, nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. Very talented. And now we got the main event. The Dragon Lee versus whoa, whoa, Lexus whoa, whoa, King Match. How, how you missed the best part of NXT? What? Ooh. Ava Rain not closing her goddamn mouth again oh, for another week. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm, well, I'm convinced the best part. Like, her teeth may be too big for her mouth or something. I, I think they're too big. Yeah, but, that's what I mean, happens when you get your teeth taken, when you replace your teeth. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't she know. Just, she it's crazy when a... your father's catchphrase is shut your mouth and you can't do it. <laughs> you can't do no, it. This is almost rebellious. <laughs> She's just rebellion, bro. She... <laughs> well, I noticed it because like she was just like listening to them talk and her mouth was just still open. I was like, wow. I'm like, wow. that's how, that's really how you just be chilling, huh? Does your lips ever touch? Like... They don't. <laughs> no, nope. they don't. Maybe when she eat. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't even know. I was so happy when Marcus said it on Twitter. I was like, yes, I'm no, long- I'm no longer a hater. He says me first. Someone's with me. Nah, yeah, she, she, needs, she needs some work because the work she got done, them things don't cl- let her think mouth close. Yeah, it's, it's, oh. it's so bad. Even The Rock came out the other day and was talking, and I realized even his teeth are gigantic now. And I'm like, all right, everybody got the Roman Reigns teeth now. I'm about to say, yo, yo don't sleep, bro. Ro- Roman, Roman's the one that started that trend. Yeah, yo, he did. Everybody on Roman's <laughs> At least he can close his mouth, though. You know what I mean? Yes. Barely, yeah, though. Honestly, you ever look at Roman? Like... <laughs> Yo, I need, I need to talk to Roman's teeth guy, bro. What's up? He got big, curly whites. He do. I think John Cena called them pars of soap. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that's, that's such a nice backhanded compliment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bars of soap for teeth, boy. Yo, but let's get into this main event, y'all. The Dragon League Lexus King. Now, I'm at, I was actually surprised. My son Lexus King put on a little bit. You know, he didn't, th- he didn't put it at all. Nah, I know. <laughs> I think like this guy doesn't do shit, bro. I'm not, I'm, and that's coming from Chance, y'all. Who's Lexus uh, King, number one I, fan. I, I like I Lexus King. <laughs> I forgot. I've been waiting to get on the podcast to tell Chance that he's not alone because I'm a Lexus King no, fan. Th- that makes him not a fan, bro. Listen, listen. Lexus King gets one more fan. Chances I'm out. out. I'm out. Yeah. Listen, I can only hand I can only handle two fans. Two Me fans. That's else. it. That's his limit. No, no. Honestly, I for, I forgot I was a lectual sexual. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this was a show match, but I always oh, enjoy seeing one. Dragon League. But let's talk about. I don't even know how to oh, do the music. Oh, oh, ba. Ba. oh, 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 o
Like, he came out, and I was like, it's over, Dragon. Don't even fight. Just lay down. Right. <laughs> just, just lay down. Just like, like, don't do it. Yeah, man. I'm not going to lie. When you guys, like, Oba's out, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> Here we go. Can't wait for next week. It was mad funny. Marcus in the thing. Stand in the liver. He's going to be a champion by standing in the liver. Yeah. One week later. later. And you, you. Not even. Three nights later. Yeah. <laughs> NXT two hours Mer- later. Crazy. NXT North American yeah. champion of the world. Over. You know he's only 22 years old? Bro, Get he looks like he's 43. There's no way he's 22. He looks like he's Legit? been working his whole life. 2001. Well, that's 2001, crazy. bro. That's insane. That's insane. He's, no. He's six. He's Damn, six he four. Made me feel old. He's six four. At, bro, but I'm almost thirty, and I'm like <laughs> six foot. <Damn. laughs> what do you mean, bro? He's Nigerian. What do you mean? What they feed him? Everything. Yeah. Them, them guys yeah. are giants over there. Yo, right, man. He's like, <laughs> it was remind me of um, Francis Ngannou a little bit. He does. That's a good right? question. He's he's, he that, like, that... You know what? Bro, and if he kind of takes some of that, that. I don't know what to call it. Character. I don't know. He, he Riz. Character, but Riz. you know the way he acts and dresses like that, he can definitely fit it. Not he's he's solid though. The only thing was when he had that like exclusive and digital interview, and his eyes were wide open. I'm like, oh, but like you already won me over, bro. I'm a fan. You don't gotta mm. open your eyes, man. Wide. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the gimmick, baby. Bro, just tell me. Just tell me about your fortune teller. Yeah. How long can the fortune teller last, though? Come on, <laughs> forever. <laughs> the fortune teller told me I'm gonna stay champion to stand and deliver. Now everybody's just trying to fucking beat the still. Not even over. They're trying to beat the fortune teller. It's like, <laughs> listen, listen. You can get the you can get the fortune teller as a manager. You know what I mean? Honestly, that's fantastic. <laughs> you get the fortune teller as a manager, and she talked to him, but like, I see. Listen, Oberfemi's not gonna lose no time soon. So you, you lose is gonna. Waste your time, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna man. Do that, over. <laughs> Do that, yeah. bro. But he's 22, bro. He's bro. By the time yeah, he's 25, he's, he's, he's gonna be the main roster and thriving. Bro, he, he's gonna be squashing Roman at 25. Like, come on. I hope so. Oh, he's man. gonna be what they wish Omos was. But stop with this Omos hate, bro. He's eight yeah. feet tall. Nah, what do you want never. from him? Omos, you want to be a technical Omos is not good. eight feet tall. <laughs> You want to be a submission specialist, bro? What you want from him, bro? He but is I want him almost to be a character. I want him to be something other than I'm really tall. I'm he's really tall. Really he's eight move. foot something. Oh. He's seven foot something. He ain't no eight he foot. Well, he's eight he foot, might as well bro. be eight feet. He might as well <laughs> he be might gimmick. Well. Believe the gimmick. He might. Listen, as well. I'm not even gonna hold you. Omas is big as hell, bro. What more do you want from him? He's never going to be a technical wrestler. He's going to be had a better match than Omas has ever put up. You know I, why? Because no, he, because Shaq is goofy as hell. That's why. So, yeah, I'm not gonna. Look. You know Shaq what Martin wants for... from Omas? What? A Spanish fly. That's what he wants. Unless he, he does a Spanish he does that fly, he is not good enough. <laughs> I mean, that would just prove Zabai's point about big guys doing flips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you, bro. Omas can't do a Spanish fly with somebody who's five foot seven. You know why? That would be some him. shit. He'd, He'd be dead. Him. He'd be murdered. There'll be a murder on live television. Do you want to see that? Do, like one guy on the shoulders can like run up and do a Spanish fly. Oh, they would have to do that from like a super high level just so his head doesn't hit the ground when he flips. That'd be like <laughs> off the cage. It's gotta be like a bleacher dive off the stage or something. <laughs> Yo, off the off the top of the cell, just a Spanish fly. Just That's it, all the murder. way down. This is murder. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Book it, Don't the guy's dead. This. 
The guy's dead. I'm texting Martin in the group chat. Are you happy now? Are you happy? Why do you think that the other guy's dead? I think Ob- I mean, I think um, Omas would be the one that's dead, bro. Like, no. <laughs> if he lands think, out here? Yeah, if, you should not be that big laying on your own head. <laughs> like, yeah, let's not take away from Oba. He cast in, got that North American title. Prove me wrong. Not prove me wrong. Look, I did, I never oh, said at, he wasn't a star. The I didn't want to lose a star. <laughs> look at this backpedal. So, so what, what, what were you betting on? What were you betting on? I feel like it was being a champion by standing deliver. Yeah, right. Am I wrong in that? No, it, that it was champion. That was bad. Champion by standing deliver. That was. Listen, we gotta find a wager for you, Anthony. We do. We do have enough time to find a wager after the bet. You gotta dress up incognito with me. Right. Yeah, we didn't even have enough time to set up what it was. We was in the I know, right? That's how, that's how fast it was. That's how fast it was. Well, we had to like, come Twitter. up with like nothing, the bro. good and the bad. I'm not you gonna hold you. Got so, Oba shirt so we can wear it every Thursday. Yo, I saw Oba. I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, we gotta post a clip. We gotta post a clip, Brandon. We gotta post a clip. He's cashing in. He's cashing in. He needs to know. The zombie <laughs> needs to know he got it. Oh, tag him. Tag him, damn it. Tag him. Tag him twice. <laughs> Three times for good measure, god damn it. Yeah. Hey, I, I know Zombie King was just like, he was kind of like upset when we just kept going at him because all he said was, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I fucking saw it. Yo, so honestly, what does it do with the AEW? AEW, you know what? I'm, I'm going to cover Dynamite because I'm going to show... Homage to Broly Lee. I, I really liked Broly Lee. He, he, his, his psychology, ring ability was by far beyond. Um, But opening up the show was Adam Page. Oh, I'm sorry. Cowboy. Hangman versus um Cesaro. It was a great opening spot. Physical. A, I mean, how dare you use his dead name? What was it? His dead name? His dead name. You said Cesaro. My man's is Claudio. Claudio. Oh, yeah. I still call him Cesaro. But yeah. CC, baby. Claudio. Casanova is Cesaro. But good good match. I feel like I've seen this match before, but it was good. But I have a question. I feel like after the Swerve match, is Hangman more over with the crowd? I feel like he was getting a lot of pops. Like more than usual. Who, Hank? All you gotta do is ask whose house, and you'll get the answer. Just saying, <laughs> thousand percent. That's always the answer. But yeah. Honestly, on the other hand, it's weird because I really don't want a trilogy with Swerve and Hangman. Me and the reason I say, and, the, and the reason I say that is, you know what I mean. Swerve's already beat you twice. If Swerve beats you one more time, that's that's. It's I'm a sweep. This, There's no it's point. A sweep. It's a sweep, but I feel just as bad as I do for stuff when it comes to Cody Rhodes. Like that should have never true, happened. But wouldn't that put Swerve <clears throat> in that? Like, okay, he definitely put the fucking title on this guy. Yeah, like he beat yes. he beat one of your got your your state your hand picked guy from the beginning. Yeah, the staple of AEW. The, yeah, you know what I mean. Listen, honestly, I like the I like this potential triple threat match that's coming up. Maybe I'm not gonna hold you. Mm. I like the idea of it. I think we can all agree. Hangman needs that pin. Yeah, I don't think Swerve eats that pin at all. I think it's I think it's Hangman a thousand percent of the time. I don't want to see that trilogy. Hangman is obviously has a crowd behind him, but it is Swerve's house every single night of the week. Every yeah. 
Damn. I do day. Listen, I want to put some respect on the house of the the Mogul Embassy because them boys had a eight man tag like minutes prior and them it took an hour and came back out with their Capitan. Yeah. Swear, well, you dude. know what I mean? Well, yeah. Speaking about that eight man tag, you got. Um, I don't It was solid. It was a solid eight man tag. I like I seeing lost. Adam Copeland, lost. superstar, mixing in, even though he wasn't in there for long. We're finally seeing him mix it up with other guys, so I like seeing that. The only reason I was okay with it was because I took the sh- I didn't take the show as a as a weekly episode, like another episode. I took the episode as a as a Brody Lee tribute episode. That's how I took it too. I didn't take it anything. I didn't take it anything other than it was a Brody Lee episode because if it was a regular episode, why are you putting Adam Copeland in an eight man tag? Yeah, but I, but I, I did said, like seeing it. I like him seeing him interacting with other people, like you said, but there's no point of it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is the no rated point. R. He is the rated R superstar, the Adam legend, Copeland. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it was a Brody Lee episode, so I digress. <laughs> gotcha. I'm, le- legit, I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt bad because when I was looking at the card, I was looking at it and I was like, yo, who's tagging with them right now? And I had to Google him and I was like, oh, it's 10. I totally forgot he's not 10 anymore. No, he is. Um, but they did a good job explaining that he was the protege of Brody Lee and everything. Yes. Like, I was real happy about that. But good to see him. You got on the TV. win. You know, it was a good spot. That yeah. OC chokeslam. That shit had me baffled. I wasn't a fan of it. The same, I'm going to put it like the same way I'm not a fan of big guy doing high flight moves. I'm not a fan of doing small guy doing power moves. That's all I'm going to say. Listen, I was Make it baffled. Make sense. I was baffled. I was lost. I was confused. I didn't know how to feel. It was clean. Because it was clean. clean. It was super clean. Super clean chokeslam. But at the same time, it was a tribute. So, like I said, took with a grain of salt. But I will say this. If I see OC hit another chokeslam in the future, I'm back in the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, quick question. Vince picking up the win with the disciplinary showing homage to his guy. Is Vince kind of underrated, overrated? Is he in a perfect fit? Do is he a star? Um, I just learned who he was, so I can't answer that question. Boom, and that's your question. And that's the answer to that. Are we talking that's about ten? Answer. Hmm. We're talking about ten. Yeah, we're talking about ten. If we want I'm to always go gonna call to him ten. Um, Dark Order was Mama my shit. Ten, call him ten. Uh, ten's always been a great wrestler, and he's real jack. I don't know if he. Is going to be the big star that, you know, like, is he going to be every week on Dynamite being out there? I don't think so. Um, he's always been kind of a role filler. But in ring, he, he's always been great, whether he's 10 or he's going by his real name or not. But I was a Dark Order fan, so. <laughs> Boom. All right. <laughs> Go hand in hand, you know. So we're going to do that. We, we had also Ricky Starts versus... Sammy overrated Guevara. It was a solid match. I'm not a fan of Sammy. I think there's no appeal there. Yeah, you can cool do. You can do a backflip. I I can do a backflip standing. So I I just don't find nothing appealing about him. You know who? You know You know who who has two thumbs and can do a backflip? This guy. This guy. <laughs> These guys. Yeah, <laughs> They're all no. barely. Everybody but hair. <laughs> no, but I don't know. This is something I just it's, I don't I don't see it. It's almost like a Jeff Hardy to me. Like I just don't know why Fuck you're Jeff so Hardy. over. 
He's not over. Sammy Guevara is not over, but I was so hot. I was so fucking hot because, listen, you have AO. You have Stroke Daddy on a match. And you have him lose to Sammy G, who has the most punchable face in all of wrestling. I hated it. I hated it. I was like, yo, Ricky Starks is going to run the moment that contract is over. TK's going to hit him up like they like a week party. Hey, Ricky, we'd love to resign you. He'd be like, yo, don't fuck about that. I'm out. Yeah. I'm leaving immediately. You know what I mean, bro? That's like I guess like you wanna like you wanna build up Sammy. But that's what you have big bill for, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you have other guys that can Eat that try pin. to put Sammy over. Like you're you're like Ricky Starks should be I'm sorry. Give me Ricky Starks versus Samoa Joe for the AEW world title. What, Even what though Ricky Starks leaving? won't go over, I know the promos the promos are gonna be good between them. The matches is gonna be good between them. The little segments is gonna be good between them. Oh, man. <clears throat> That's my take. Good, Mario. You got something to say? The aftermatch was. Can I curse? Am I still allowed to curse on this podcast? No, I was cursing before. I took over, baby. We're cursing (laughs) today. This is a zombie takeover. Listen, listen, listen. That was bullshit. (laughs) Fucking. Listen, um, the legend himself, fucking Jericho, Y2J, the Ocho, comes out. The, his music is still going on. The crowd is singing. Everybody's everybody's going everybody's well, going height. And that was genius. No, and for the whole entire thing. No, but Chance, hear me out. Hear me out. You stop so his whack. music, they start booing. You stop his music, they start booing. <laughs> Ain't no one's gonna boo when Judas is playing. No one's gonna boo when Judas is playing. They just gonna sing along. As soon as that music stops, we're like, Boo. oh, man, Jericho, Twitter. Boom. NDAs, NDAs. But Judas all? I'm not going to lie, he's right, We're singing Judas all day. Yo, Chris Slam, you heard that I'm... shit going crazy. That is right. I never picked maybe, that up. Maybe he, does, maybe he does have a point. But honestly, I found it. It got me so mad. I was like, because honestly, I think everybody know how I feel about Jericho at this point. Even if the man's yeah. innocent, I'm mad that he's even put into this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. One of my childhood idols. But even at this, oh man, I'm not a fan of Jericho wrestling. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about old wrestling. Hang wrestling. it up. <laughs> hey, hey. I hate it. I, I hang it up. I'm, I'm tired. He went to Doctor Miami. He got an eight pack. I'm trying to call his doctor. He came back. He can't move. He can't run. He I can't. Need, he... I need Chance's new segment is every week that he should give us an old wrestler who needs to hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna I'm be like, he gonna like Bob Hodge just had a birthday. Forty five. Hang it up. Hang it up. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. It would be it'd be a 20 minute segment because it'd be like, who, which old wrestler got hang it up this week? <laughs> All of them. Adam Copeland, goes, hang it up. To make it more ironic, he's gonna sound like Chris Jericho. <laughs> you just made the list. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna he's hold like, you. I'm just waiting on Sting, baby. Sting is there. Bro. Yo, Sting is there. Did you see the cross him off? Did you see the? Hey, he is. He's been in that <laughs> list. He's been in that yeah. list. I know you're bro, like any day now. I can cross him out the list. Bro, end dates. Sting check. I didn't, bro. I didn't watch the main event because Sting was in it, and I was like, "This match does nothing for me." Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> like was my, it was that. My cousin well, before texted, we get he, that. My cousin texted me. He was like, "Yo, you, he's like, you're missing a bang. You're gonna miss a banger." I was like, "I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be fine." <laughs> and yeah. I did not watch the main event, bro, because <laughs> Jericho hit a try to hit a cold breaker on Big Bill's big ass, and he missed completely. It just looked off. Nervous Day cameraman deserves to be fired because I saw both knees miss. Yeah, I saw Big Bill go to the list. Oh, bro, it was just Jer- Chris Jericho. Wasn't I good. love you. Thank you for all the years of wrestling. Get up on out of here. Hang it up, Chief. Hang him up. Hang him up. But I tell you what, you should not get hanged up with this eight-woman tag match. Talking about a lot of talent in the ring. 
talented. Hey, it was good. It was a good match. It was a good showing for all those uh, women in the match. I feel like all those women are pretty much top at their game. Uh, I think Anna J should be more. She should do more. She should be in some type of title run or in a title picture or something. Like she's a star. She I think, with and I feel Mello, like they're right? not using her to her full potential. But she picked up the win, though. Wasn't she talking with Tay Yeah, Mello? but what was the last time she picked up the win? Okay. They only picked up the win because Ma. she was Pro Lee's, Lee's hand-picked girl. Well, woman. I mean, oh, no, I'm saying, I mean, I'm saying if she was talking with Tay Mello and that ended, then realistically, it's Semi Guevara's fault that she's not on TV, with another reason not to like him, because he got Tay Mello pregnant. It's, just, it's always Sammy's fault. Fucking it's always Sammy. Sammy's fault. Keep in your pants. <laughs> but do you guys agree with with uh, Anna J? Like, do you do you not see I a love star Anna in her? The only thing I hate about that match was Sky Blue. It took the pen when you had Soraya there. I thought that was Soraya's point in that match was to eat the pen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but the weirdest thing about daily places, the weirdest thing about daily places, like you kind of saw all the girls just like roll out and just all walk back together, for, like a couple minutes apart. I was like, damn. But right before the main event, we had Robert Strong versus the Bounty Hunter. It was a good match. I feel like the pace and I don't know. It was a little weird. Like some of the, the spots were a little stutter step. Like a lot of them didn't like, I think they were trying to call it in the ring. So that's why it was a lot of stutter steps, and it felt a little weird to me. But in all, it was a hard-hitting match. Um, I didn't see the match because I don't want to watch 70-year-old men wrestle, but I'll take your word for it. No, that was Robert <laughs> Strong and uh, the Bounty Hunter. Oh, I skipped Ryan. that match, too. I'm not going to hold you. I'm kind of... Yeah. Because, like I said, this episode didn't feel like an episode that pro like moves stories along. No, outside of that Samoa that, Joe segment. Yeah, no, just solid matches. It, it just felt it just felt like a tribute episode, which is fine. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Brody Lee, Lee was well loved by everybody, so I'm not mad at it at all. But at some point, it was just things just cut it off. Yeah, but it, in all, that match was good. A good showing for the Bounty Hunter, Robert Strong going after Orange Cassidy. But main event, you guys already heard it was Sting and Darby Allen versus. Who were they first again? I totally forgot. That's how... It was just um, one of those typical, crazy AEW street fight matches. Not the, nothing the, crazy. The old man in the human ragdoll versus miscellaneous. I yeah. love that match. It was one of those matches. It was after the match. Yeah, but what you happened mean, after what Martin just mentioned, the Young Bucks came out. Let's use a real name. The moderately aged bucks. The moderately aged bucks. You guys, my question guys understand. is: they had Should they really be Sting's last match? Like, hell no! But they, but they own that bitch. So why not? Yeah, but I, I disagree. Like, what, what the fuck are you gonna do with Sting? Don't get me wrong. He's a he's a goat. But he like you guys are doing high flying spots. Can't keep up. I think I think it's perfect for it. Um. Darby doesn't have to turn on Sting. I don't think we needed that. No. Because Sting always had a tag team partner that ended up turning on him. I think it's nice that he's going to end his career with actually having a real friend. Um, on top of that, it's the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks are solid performers. They're safe. 
they can keep Sting safe. I'm sorry, but y'all saw that table yeah. spot where Sting only fell through one table. That ain't look safe. And that ain't gonna happen with the Bucks. Um, so you know, God forbid. I want Sting's last match to be really good. Me and Marks are buying tickets to that. Um, Lord. So it's just one of those things. I think the Bucks are perfect opponents. If it wasn't them, I honestly would have said FTR. It it just has to be someone who's super safe and can make him and Darby look really good. I mean, Darby's always gonna look good, but can make Sting look really good because that's really hard to do. I don't I don't think that Darby looks good in the ring. I think Darby is just a human rag doll who <laughs> does whatever's asked of him. So it doesn't matter how it actually turns out because Darby doesn't have bones in his him. body. He is the jelly man. Yeah. But I don't think they ask I mean, him. I think Darby you know goes up to fought? them and he's like he's like, Y'all wanna do something? Yo, throw me down some steps. And they're like, no, nah, Darby, you know who they cool. we're going to do a body slam. Nah, throw me down nah, some steps. Nah. <laughs> they, fought Taka, they fought Takashita and Hobbs. That's what they fought. Takeshita? Uh, Takeshita. Uh, Takeshita. Takeshita? Takeshita yes. and Hobbs, yeah. They, his, they fought Don Collis family. The Don Collis, there we go. His I don't know why. Takeshita. They freaking, Darby, I couldn't think of the name for a second. But yes, that's who they wrestled. What's wrong with that boy? He loves the pain, but you know what? To say about Darby Allen. You know, he he likes that because, like, I don't mind taking a floor pump. Like, I'm one of the the, the few wrestlers that'd be like, you know, we'll look good right here. You just give me a body slam on the floor. It's just, you know, there's certain things of Darby Allen taking to a whole nother level. He's like, you know, it'd be cool if you break my spine in half and then roll <laughs> me off a building. But That's what I'm he takes it to if, an extreme. But I, I understand. So simple, I understand. And then he'll be like, he'll be like, nah. They'll be like, all right, we're gonna do a, a body slam onto the apron. All right, cool. Let's light it on fire. No, no we're gonna no, light it on fire. We don't yeah. do that. Nah, we're gonna light it on fire. <laughs> Let's no, do some thumbtacks on, on it too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yo, did you, did you hear the interview? Did you hear the interview when um Copeland first came to AEW and he was trying to talk like Darby down from a couple of his spots? And Darby was like, you're talking, but, like, I wish I was wrestling in your era, going through double stack tables, flaming tables, suplexes <laughs> through ladders. <laughs> he was like, I want to do that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Darby real. was born in the wrong era, man. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> the man is extreme for real. Like, Jeff Hardy looks at Darby Allen and be like, I wish I could still do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Well, that that's pretty much the week of wrestling. So, I, I want to know, since I'm hosting, since we're always talking about who's better, who's this, and who's that, let's go around the room, starting with number 10, and we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to list out our top 10 wrestlers of all time. So, I'm going to start first. Coming in at number 10 for me is Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennings, only because I watched him a lot when I was first got into the business on selling. And if you need anyone to look on how to sell and sell perfectly and not oversell, but make it look extremely well, it's Mr. Perfect. So that's my number 10. I'm going to move on to Chance because he's right next to me. Chance, who, yes, who's I'm coming in your top 10 at number I'm not, 10? I'm not going to hold y'all. Y'all going to laugh at me? I'm going to get ridiculed for this. I don't care. Who's my second favorite wrestler growing up? Matt Hardy. I don't, I don't know if I should laugh. I'm more concerned. I mean... <laughs> Listen, he's not even my top hundred. That's first off. I mean, that's first a... off. That's crazy. But no, honestly, I'm not gonna hold you. I do have a soft spot for Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy was one of the first wrestlers I've ever met in my life. I was a big fan of him growing up. 
a SmackDown UPN. Hearing that he can go smack a tornado. You know what I mean? So Matt Hardy does have a spot on my top ten list. No, they're not. Just like at one point, the Hardy Boys was legit. Like, they I mean, were I mean, obviously, Jeff point, is higher on your no, list. Just I can't that. But, um... <laughs> no, 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 he's not. It's, it's not. It's literally, it's literally mad at, it's mad at time. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only Hardy Boys. I ain't going to hold you, Chance. But exactly what you said about Matt Hardy, I'm pretty sure I watched a Bailey interview where she said the same thing, and that's why she was in love with him. You almost sound oh, like Bailey, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> when you meet someone, well, twin, you flames, just fall in love with twin flames, <laughs> you just know. That's it. You just know. You just know. Ask Cora Jade. Ask Hartwell. My number ten guys is somebody I haven't met, but I will one day because I'm planning on going on his cruise. My number ten is Chris Jericho. I don't care what what's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. Man, as far as his in-ring abilities and promo skills, that is my guy. He is number ten. He's had one of the best careers, and I've pretty much seen ninety percent of it. Love that. Uh, Chris Jericho, number ten. Man. I love to do that. Cruise. So I guess that leaves me, y'all. And man, who, I mean, who's like, coming in like, as your number I'm 10? going to modern wrestler here. It's like the only one here, but Seth freaking Rollins, man. Like Ant said, if you want somebody who gives you class on selling. That's Seth Rick Rollins. Not selling like an actual bodily injury. He don't know how to do that. But, <laughs> but like, he can sell his ass off. So I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Nice, Seth Rollins got pick. the selling of that one small character who's always like, my leg! And it my my or, or, or the guy from uh, Peter from Family Guide. <laughs> 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 but coming in at number nine on my list, He's 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 about to have his last match. And, you know he was he was big during the nineties. You know during the Monday Night the Wars. Icon. Sting, I have I gotta have him in my my top ten because he he the face paint the, the charisma, timeless icon. So Sting is my is my number nine spot. Oh, it's my fault. I forgot. I'm next. <laughs> so once again. Guy from the nineties, who rightfully deserves this spot. His last name is Johnson, first name Dwight. <laughs> My fault, Dwayne. I got confused with the DW. He don't know his wrestler's name. No, he gonna be president one <laughs> day. You don't know his people. name. He don't know his name. He's gonna raise nah, your taxes. Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So obviously, you know, the Rock is the Rock, but when it comes to pure mic skills, second best in the business. Obviously, the down to Mr. Juan Chena, Juan Chena himself. So, you got to Santino Marella is the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John you're Cena. The, I thought you were saying the guy who said John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Juan Chena? Yeah. You know he's actually Canadian? So crazy. Threw me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, My number nine, number guys. Nine. You guys know. I'm living here in North Carolina, and regardless of whether I was or not, my number nine is going to be North Carolinian, Matt the nature boy, Ric Flair. I mean, I mean, I Matt Hardy. Hardy. No, I was going to say, Fuck he the lives like down the block from you, know? Fuck the Hardys. Um, Ric Flair, guys. I mean, I don't, I don't even think I really have to go further into it. We all I know mean, who yeah. Ric Flair is. Ric Flair is Ric Flair. He's, to me, Ric Flair is the most consistent you're this character because yeah. you really are this character. This is the gimmick. His whole life. And I, I love that. I have a soft spot for him. Um, 
don't matter. He can go in the ring right now, and I'll probably be like, y'all leave Rick Flair alone. I'm trying to eat these woo rings. So you wild. <laughs> they greasy as hell, brother. I know you see all that oil and all that grease Ooh. coming off. Um, that's that's what you say when you eat them. Wow, because <laughs> just fuck up your stomach. Be in a bathroom shitting. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. In Savage, who you got? Emphasis on the hot. That's a pun. Is <laughs> that's, that's not hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's pain. It's gotta hey, be yeah. pain. That's number nine. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good one. I'm not gonna hold you. Yo, Kane don't crack my Kane top is one of the best wrestlers of all time, bro. He was so he was like an awesome character, bro. When he came out, bananas. Like he was so big, doing high flying. He was the best. He was the best. Yeah. Yeah. If this was top that. gimmicks, Kane would be in my top five. As wrestlers, <laughs> I'd say he's 25, but. I'd really I, have I to can see why. It. I can see why, but I, I, I put he's not on my top. He's tennis, like my all-time favorite. He's probably like twelve. <laughs> I won't put him number one, but he's like my yeah. all-time favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, so, so to be fair to the, all the listeners, Brandon was because I love King King. for Halloween. No, I love so I was always fire. Need a picture like, of I, that. My my favorite generation came was that '06 like area where he had my Chemical Burn playing with the actual lyrics on it. And with no mask, no shirt, that that guy's the mm-hmm. goal. I'll make that my ringtone if I could. Nice. Damn, man. Yeah. Damn, man. <laughs> All right, so moving on to number eight, y'all. I'm going to have to go with my pick for number eight. It's going to be AJ Styles. That's not a bad I, pick. Because he, he did it all, you know, just another guy that you can watch and learn from if you're trying to become a professional wrestler or really study the craft like we're like we're trying to do right now, you know. So if you want someone to study that's all around a great wrestler, AJ Styles is number is one of them, and he's coming in at eight for me. I'm not gonna lie, man. My whole entire list is WWE superstars. I just started learning about who these other no name people from. I'm joking, they're not no names. All these great people from AEW are. Honestly, I don't have enough time to go back on all their great matches. So, unfortunately, I do have a few honorable mentions who are these AEW guys, but this is all, this is all WWE. Same. <laughs> and I'm from my number eight on my list is Brock Lesnar. Damn. Ooh, I mean, he's Literally, my man was doing a shooting star press until he broke his, until he broke his neck or almost broke his neck. And it oh, was... Yeah. That was crazy. I'm crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Brock almost made my list. So, I'm not even upset about it. He I'm was almost my number 10 over Jericho. And then I was like, <laughs> Damn. I mean I like Brock a lot, but he's definitely not my top ten. But you can't be uh, mad if he is about, someone's top ten. I mean he's Brock Lesnar at the end of the day. Not completely understandable. Speaking about Brock Lesnar, uh my number eight goes to The Undertaker. So mm. I mean once again it's just one of those things we've seen his whole career. There's nothing the man can do that I'm gonna be like, Man, I hate The Undertaker. It's never gonna happen. You if I hear if I hear his music start, I'm instantly happy. Goosebumps. If I hear, you know, even the the American badass theme, the rolling, rolling, that garbage oh, yeah. instantly <laughs> happened. <laughs> Undertaker, I feel like needs to be in a top ten, regardless of what you do. So, what about you, Brian? Number eight goes to the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. I mean, you can't be mad at that. I mean, he's one of the best. He's Another guy that you can watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you understand my faces. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say right now, he's not on my top ten. 
<laughs> no, no, who his number one house. is. <laughs> but coming in at number seven for myself, just uh, one of those characters that's timeless to me. Um, one of the greatest off the top elbows. I'm about to go with Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, this everyone, everyone try to do his voice. He's just one of those characters Forever. that's gonna live on. That I think so. Number number seven, Macho Man Randy Savage for me. Number seven for me is the originator of the worst chant in wrestling. What? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because honestly, who's cooler? Who's cooler than Stone Cold? He he had me at eight, wanted to pop two beers at once. Knowing damn well my father was not with chocolate views. He didn't make he didn't make my list sad. That is sad. Uh. Seven for me is AJ Styles. AJ Styles was the John Cena for another company. Not that's how I'm gonna put that. He's one of the greatest to be in the ring. He's my number seven. Number seven. I'm going with Triple H. Travis, what you got? <laughs> Again, another one that could be ranked higher, but it's not happening. Yeah, another guy that you can watch over and over. Coming in at number six for myself, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, he speaks for himself. Number six for me is Shawn Michaels because who doesn't love who doesn't love Shawn man? Still too low. <laughs> number six for me is Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy number, Orton number six. Wow. Number six for me is the legend killer Randy Orton. I think you know, I think he he'd should've... be higher when he finishes his career finally, but for right now he's just number six. For number six, I got uh Ava Rain's dad, The Rock. Yeah. Ooh. Mr. Pebbles. Ooh, okay. Mr. Pebbles. <laughs> the big pebble right, himself. <laughs> wow. The boulder. My number five. The boulder. I have The Rock. <laughs> so he's just one up higher. I mean, obviously, The Rock frees himself, but The Rock is my number five. Chance. Um, listen, the you <laughs> suck guy. Mr. You suck. He still sucks. Turn face. <laughs> Mr. Kurt Angle himself. <laughs> He still sucks. You suck. I love it when he started. When he was turning face, he was shining at the thumb. I was like, yeah, he turned it around. He has one of the best chants ever. Oh, yeah, he's great. Love Kurt. Number five for me is Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. Too soon. Way too soon. Too soon. Too low. Too soon. Couldn't see everything. Too low. I fantasy booked Eddie Guerrero more than I fantasy booked anybody in wrestling. So that's how I feel about his death, unfortunately. Too low. Uh, RIP to too low. I don't like it. Too low. Way too low. Everybody's top three. That's how it should be. Way too low. You're not wrong. Number five, because if I put him any higher, I'm going to get mass slack. God mode himself, levels above, we the ones, Roman Reigns. This is a top ten rule. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. I'm sorry. But coming in at number four for myself is Guerrero. Too uh, low. I do his frog class as Too one low. of my finishers. But, I mean, you can bet Eddie at, at – I mean, if Eddie's not in your top 10 or close or top 20, it's like, come on. Listen. But Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, if, number four. If Eddie's not in your top Facts. five, I don't respect you as a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four, like Brandy said, I acknowledge my tribal chief. Oh. Roman, Reigns, Roman Reigns is the reason I'm back watching wrestling. And the reason that I'm on this podcast right now, if it wasn't for Roman Reigns, Boom. who knows you'd be? Who knows who replaced me this podcast every single week? Who knows? Because it wouldn't, because it wouldn't be me if it wasn't for Roman Reigns. <laughs> True. Number four for me is 
John Cena. Because guys, it's John Cena. I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah. I feel like he needs to be in a top five. I don't care what number he is. It's John Cena. I'm not gonna lie. John Cena didn't make my list, but if I had to make a Mount like Rushmore list, he's probably on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Going number, I actually had to switch this one around. After careful thought, I was like, nah, the other guy goes before the other guy. Number four, we're going with Undertaker because you got to keep rolling, baby. That's my guy. Speaking about the Undertaker, Undertaker's coming in as my number three. This this guy lived the gimmick. He is a locker room leader. He is everything you should be in the professional wrestler. Honestly, I gotta agree with Ant. My number three is Taker because the moment you hear those gongs, you get we don't hear the gongs no more. We hear Limp Biscuit. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Either uh, when you when I when I hear them gongs, I went absolutely nah, I feel ballistic. You. You know what I mean? Such a simple thing. I like, got caught up watching like the best of the other day, and he came when he came back with the gongs against Batista. Shit was wild. <laughs> I was like, you know, he came out with the torches. It was sick. So, my my number three is something personal to me, and that man is Akata. Akata is the only real reason I ever branched out of WWE for wrestling. I watched his matches, and it was something that I was just like, why is this guy not on my Monday night screen when I'm allowed to stay up late? And it, I went hard, and then, like, it opened that little, just that little bit of the, the Rainmaker doing what he does opened this whole world. And you guys know how much I love indie wrestling and all these other promotions and stuff. It just, that's what started it all, was that I found one guy who was like, I was like, the best is not even on my TV screen right now. It was like that for me. So Okada has a special place in my heart, and I put him at number three. Okada. Brandy. I like that one actually a lot. So we're going to go with Stone Cold for number three. Because there's nothing. You can talk about the gongs all day. Yeah, nothing like so. the breaking of the glass. But that glass breaks. That's true. That's, That's up there. True. That's up get there. <laughs> Coming in at number two for me, I mean, uh, is. It's a personal reason. He's the reason why I got into wrestling. He oh, is God. the reason why I want to be a professional wrestler. Can you get that button ready for me, please? Brady, get that button ready for me. Ray Mysterio. Look what you guys say. He is one of the greatest oh, to ever brother, do it. This guy guys, stinks. at least he's not number one. Hey. Wait, let's be honest. Ray, hey, hey, hey. If it wasn't for Ray Mysterio, all these other small guys wouldn't have had a chance. He broke, he broke down that door for small guys to be in wrestling and to be in the top leader and to be in the top spot, you didn't have to be six foot. Jack Beyond believes you can be five foot something and be one of the greats. Rey Mysterio, oh, yeah. number two. Rey Mysterio changing the game. Up, just yeah. changing the game. Getting thrown into walls. <laughs> all of it. It's just, no one else can yeah. do it like them. <laughs> hey. My number two obviously. is obviously, obviously Maxine Dupree. Nah, I'm gonna switch. It's not Maxine. It's a Footy Pebble man himself, John Cena. Because you can't you can't go wrong with Juan Chena. You Big know facts. what I mean? He yeah. he is he is he is wrestling for me. He was the face when I first started watching SmackDown when he went to Raw. And I couldn't watch him no more because who had cable growing up? You know what I mean? If you did, yeah. you had money. So yeah, that definitely wasn't. This uh, wasn't planned, but too. my uh my number two was Tag team champions with John Cena, and that's the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Love Shawn Michaels. He's 
in ring one of the greatest to ever do. I have one person better than Shawn Michaels, and it I I will argue it to the day I die. So I'll we'll get to that and one. Get number to one. two, two, Brandon. Number two, my lord. We got Kurt Angle. Some guy right there. This is. I appreciate Brandy's. I appreciate Brandy's number one. I'm so. I'm so. I'm so happy who Brandy's number one is. I'm, I'm so, I don't so give it away, Matt. Early, bro. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. 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 I'm so happy. Yeah. Well, speaking about number ones, my number one. This so guy happy. can do no wrong. Mr. Randy Orton. That's your number himself. one? Really? Like that's your, that's your, that's your one I respect that. He I like, is, like that he's still active he and he's number one on your list. That's actually amazing. Like It's actually amazing. So active. So, yeah. And he's the best shape of his life. This, he's one of those guys that just gets it. He Everything he's doing is for a purpose. Another guy that if you want to be a professional wrestler, you look not in his early years when he was younger. Now, mm. when he became a father, he is one of those guys that you want to try to copycat of. So, Randy I'm not, not going to say anything, but I ride to work with somebody every day, and he's going to go crazy for Zombie King choosing that because that's all he ever talks about. Y'all know who I'm talking about, but every time he's on Twitter, we, we can ask any question who's the best DB? He's going to say Randy Orton. That's his answer to everything. So, he's talking, he's talking, I thought he was talking about that. Yes. Driving to work. Yes. 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 Yeah, <laughs> Chance, who you got for number one? You know who I have for number one, Eddie. Hey, come on, man, Guerrero, man. <laughs> He's the greatest of all. He's I mean, the greatest no, of all time. I'm listen. I'm not arguing nobody. Argue with your mama. Eddie Guerrero is the all time. Uh, He's the all time goat. If listen, my man's was taken away from us way too early. Boy. Way too early. If he was, if listen, if he was still here with us, he would still be putting bangers at fifty, at fifty five to sixty years old. He'd be in AEW. He would be in AEW, Mark. and that would be an like, AEW Mark. Mark, Mark, I'd have AEW tatted on my arm, bro. It'd be, it'd be ridiculous. Every time Tony <laughs> argues, I argue. You know what I mean? <laughs> we go to war. <laughs> Eddie's my number one, undoubtedly. I don't care. Argue with your mother. There you go. <laughs> Martin, who you got? Um, I've said this multiple times. My favorite wrestler of all time, there's just no one who could do what he did, was Kurt Angle. To me, Kurt Angle was the perfect wrestler, perfect performer. Didn't matter what he was serious, funny, did not matter. Kurt Angle was money. And I always say this, his TNA years were better than anything he's ever did. Kurt Angle was my favorite wrestler of all time. Can't be mad at that. Kurt so, Angle I mean, it's kind of obvious, guys. But I'm going to make it like a two-parter. It's, it's, a little, it's, a, it's a little tricky. But I'm going to take it because I'm the only one who chose something else like it's eddie guerrero because eddie Guerrero is the reason i was like into wrestling growing up like he was the reason like i was i cried so hard when he died like i think i it's either fit finley or um hard crash uh holly that was like his last match where he hit him with a chair mm. and i like blamed him for his death for like ever <laughs> mr kennedy, no, it was, uh, yeah, kennedy. Mr. Yo, kennedy. I, I hated mr kennedy, kennedy forever i was like yo you hit him with that chair and he yeah. died it's obviously your fault <laughs> like, 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 oh man! <laughs> I was I never, your brother, like, I I never thought about it. It was all Mister Kennedy's fault. Then, but with that said, I want to put like it's basically an honorable mention, but she's she's number one to me too. Mercedes Monet. The reason I got back into wrestling today is because of her homages to Eddie Guerrero constantly. Like, just made me be a fan. Like, I'm stepping mm. back into this world of wrestling. To, to be oh. fair, when Brandy oh. met Mercedes at um, 
New York Comic Con. I didn't even say anything the first time. Yeah, he had to write down the promo for He just pulled a rock and rolled down on his wrist. He was like, I love you. But there you go, though. That's our top 10. Before we get out, let's go. Let's, 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 let's talk some smack on some headlines. First one I see here uh, is Alan Coleman just another guy in AEW now? What do you feel about that? He, he was just another he guy sure in was. the end of his WWE career, so I don't get why people are making a big deal about it. Now, listen, when they brought him back, they brought him back like he was that guy. And Presentation's been sucking for him, man. He's, I feel like he has no momentum going forward, but like I said, today, man tag was a tribute match, so I'm not going to look any deeper into it, but I feel like he's Justin, listen, next week when he loses to Sammy Guevara, I don't want to hear nothing from none of y'all. I personally just, he's Edge is just <laughs> so mid over there, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. He is. It's mad on the woman. Supposedly, there's a little uh, r- rumor that Matt and Rill is sharing out here. Supposedly, he was supposed to win the 2022 uh, Roy Rumble, but Brock Lesnar yeah. said no. Yeah, no, he, that's been you a story that's been around for a while, and like him and Brock have never gotten along because he basically he, tweeted at Brock or something sh- like, I'm going to be the one who like defeats you at WrestleMania for a championship, something of that nature. And oh, Brock yeah, was like, I'm never working with that guy. And then, and then basically the only times he did, Brock yeah. was squashing him. It was a Royal Rumble match, I think Elimination Chamber or something like that. Brock would just, I think even in the Elimination Chamber, he didn't even touch mm-hmm. Riddle. He just wouldn't even go near him, like he fucking hates Riddle. <laughs> like, uh, I'm at the wrong. I'm gonna be honest. Though, like, even if that rumor is true, I like, mean, stop bitching about not, it. Nah, I, I feel like it's not like. <laughs> you know I always feel like when, when people like, when people leave the WWE, yeah, yeah it's bro. bitching. But you also got to look at it like, no, I gotta tell everybody else in the Indies what I was, so you know, like I'm a big deal, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to win the Money in the Bank, but and it was actually Austin Theory that got in the way. It was Vince McMahon. He was supposed to win it two years in a row. Rat riddle. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I believe I, it. No, the I way they were pushing him at a certain point, they were pushing him heavy. They loved the original, bro. He I ruined mean, everything. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. I believe it. He ruined, he, he definitely did. But I listen, I don't care about Matt Riddle. Listen, you're off my TV, brother, for good riddance. Sorry, Nara. Have fun wherever you are. Oh, no. you're able to get back to New Japan full-time or AEW full-time. Listen, I want to see you work and provide for your family, but I'm not going to hold you. Every time you pop on my TV, I'm turning the channel. I never I never liked him. Nah, so man. I don't care. I don't know. Matt Riddle, honestly, is one of those guys who was born to be in the indies. Like, he's not really a WWE guy. He's amazing, but he's so, like, his style mm-hmm. of wrestling is not for WWE, in my opinion. Yo, can I get my fork, Andy? Let me... I really want to get into this because I skipped over it on Raw for this reason entirely. The Drew McIntyre scene I was actually impressed with open it. up Raw. Honestly, Drew Drew was body in that shit, bro. He held his own, and it also uh, it seemed like CM Punk helped write his shit. CM CM Punk helped write his shit one and two. Also, dumbed his shit down and was stuttering on purpose just to make Drew look good. (laughs) Like, I I also feel like there was some truth to what he said. CM Punk. Well, he he was stuttering like crazy. He he was having a bad promo night, and it's not like uh, you shouldn't. Yeah. But like there were the superstar <laughs> chance. But like I felt like Drew really held his own. I was actually thoroughly impressed. I felt like the crowd was just super. He's a terrible voice. Whenever Drew spoke, 
It's not even a t- I don't even know, bro. I just feel like the crowd went mid whenever he was talking. And then, like, he's like, oh, the locker room guy. You got to announce when you're a locker room leader. No, I don't know. See, a punk completely, like, took that as a, that's never happened. <laughs> you're a fucking liar. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, overall, I kind of felt like the whole segment was kind of like, meh, in a sense. But I did like the future mm-hmm. seeds that it does, that it does sprout. You yeah, know definitely. what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely playing some seeds. I do feel like CM Punk yeah. will win gold in his company. Oh, I don't yeah. think it would be at Mania because I think Seth Rollins would tell Paul to go F himself, respectfully. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like that's a good first few for CM Punk, for Drew McIntyre. Because oh, yeah. they're not going to sell it at the Royal Rumble because, you know, they both have a Rumble match. They're not going to handle it at Elimination Chamber because they're probably going to be in the number one contender match for the WWE Championship. WrestleMania is mania. Obviously, CM Punk is facing Seth. Well, knock on wood. Maybe Backlash? Or whatever's after Backlash? Night of Champions? I feel like that's the collision course that we're waiting to see. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Alright. To me, this was kind of petty. TK on, on Twitter kind of talking some smack about gender. Do you, do you think that was a, a, a cheap shot? Like what? What are you honestly, doing? Are you honestly, yo, that you was the dumbest shit he could have did. Like it was so bad because two, there was three things that happened there. He low key turned Ginger into a face. Like he he inadvertently advertised a raw <laughs> right. title match way more than a hook match because honestly I didn't give a fuck about hook and I read more about like oh like when Ginger responded and said who the fuck is hook and then put at the bottom Monday Night Raw like, <laughs> yeah. it's at eight p.m. on USA Network I was like God yeah, he's perfect. cooking like I was literally advertising Tony you did that <laughs> it was just... <laughs> yeah and then also job, he hurt buddy. hook like I feel like he hurt hook with that I wasn't a little bit a little. A little bit, but I feel like I was thinking about it. At first, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Tony, you dumb motherfucker!" But I thought, then I thought about it. If Eric Bischoff and Vince McMahon had Twitter back in the nineties, oh, I'm bro, not gonna ask my issue with Eric Bischoff. Like, he don't <laughs> see oh, that. Yeah. I don't like, bro. You don't think you would have been as bad on Twitter? Like, that's, that's what I was saying. He would have been worse. Like, he would have been, bro. He would have been worse. Was finding out pre the results to the pre tape. WWE shows Air, yeah, on airing, yeah. television on his show was yeah. was airing the news and people yeah. were still tuning in because they were like, oh, this guy's about to win and it's it's like, show. It's yeah, the same thing. Now he fucked up with that one. But like well, Eric but, but that's no the way. thing that Eric Bushoff even clipped him no, real quick. Like it was so like Matter of fact, like, yo, my mm-hmm. man said, all right, Eric Bischoff, you can get this smoke too. And Eric Bischoff said, no, nah, no, nah, this is how it's done. Boom. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. The only thing Eric really, really got going for him is that he yeah. was smoking and that, yeah, during that the means Monday something. Wars. Like, but at the same, but at the but at the same time, bro, like Eric would have been challenging Vince. Bro, he was challenging the matches you know like I mean? in karate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, most- I will whoop your ass, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah bro, they, that was good TV, been, though. I do say that they would have been, bro. They would have been terrible on TV. But my biggest thing with TK is it's not really much a Twitter shit. It's a Twitter shit, and then he's mad. Sen- he talks mad shit on Twitter, and then he's mad sensitive on Twitter. Like, bro, you yeah. can't be both. You can't be you a can't shit be talker. a tough ass. And be you can't a be a shit. Yeah, exactly. You can't be a shit talker, and it's mad sensitive at the same time. Those two just don't go together. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're gonna talk your shit, talk your shit. Uh facts, Martin. I've actually got a question for you because I know you are a big TNA fan. I know you still yes. follow a lot. Um. TNA Rebirth this weekend. 
How do you feel about that? How do you feel about TNA going back to TNA and not Impact anymore? Um, I'm subscribing to the Roku channel to watch TNA. I'm not even joking. Boom, he is um, spending money for this, y'all. Yeah, no, guys, I love TNA. It has a soft spot in my heart. It was on free TV when my mom didn't have cable. Um, it, it honestly, it was something, like I said, I opened a whole new world with Akata, and then I was just like, what is this Impact stuff? And my stepdad used to watch it because they had all these old guys on it, and I was just like, dude, look at these Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. I'm so excited about the heavy to see what see today. And it's no longer Impact. It's no longer Global Force Wrestling. It's no longer any of these other names, guys. It is TNA, and that's all I need. I'm back. I will they say, got me back. I'm buying. I merch. will say this: the <laughs> I'm buying merch. I love that picked up. Um, I will say this: so the belts are beautiful. They re- they did a whole. So if you guys don't I think know, the TNA best belts is right coming now. back, and this whole entire week they spelt revealing their belts. But without further ado, because what it do, baby. I want to come live from Dakota real quick. Boom. And my live from Dakota, it's simple. Listen, it's, it's easy It's easy stuff for me, man. Nitrum or Nitrum, Nitram. whatever you want to call him. My Dean, he became an uncle That's... this week. He became yeah, an he uncle did. this week. So live from Dakota wants to celebrate and acknowledge the Buddhas, Mr. and Mrs. Buddha, for becoming parents this week. Yeah, man. And mm. bringing in Buddha, literally Buddha Jr., his name is literally Marcus Jr. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So Buddha Jr. came into the world. Beautiful, healthy baby boy. So I do want to congratulate the brand new parents. Many blessings to you guys. That's some one advice as a father. Sleep when that baby sleep. Because I guarantee you're not going to get a good night's rest ever again. Get that no, my sleep. My texted me. He's like, bro, all this guy does is sleep and eat. And I was like, oh, yeah, bro. That'll stop. I'll stop in like two months. He'll start. He'll start <laughs> yeah, being yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, enjoy, enjoy it now. And Marcus, honestly, brother, I hope you enjoyed being not sick because you're going to be <laughs> sick often. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big facts. Well, well, with that, going to Martin's tag team partner, Hot Tag. Martin, well, who who's your uh, indie wrestler of the week? So, indie wrestler of the week, guys, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to leave it for Twitter. All right, but if I'm going to let y'all know, we're going to do a tag team this Saturday, so look out for that. But what I got for y'all guys is something I'm calling Under the Radar. And Under the Radar is simply this. I'm going to tell you about a show that happened within this week that I know you missed and you need to go watch it. And that show this week was MLW's Kings of the Coliseum. Guys, it's a two-hour show. It was phenomenal. With future stars like Alec Price. And then on top of that, it was the return of Matt Riddle. In the main event with Jacob Fatu, and they tore the house down. I know you guys were crapping on Matt Riddle earlier. That's fine. I promise you, they tore the house down. Jacob Fatu is probably the most insane person in his family. Oh yeah, and I, I would I would defend that forever. But between the performance, the matches, the production, and even guys, the commentary, everything was so great. Independently speaking, on the NitRam scale, guys, this show is getting a 7 out of 10. So go ahead and check that out. The NitRam scale. The NitRam scale, which is crazy. That's the Martin Martin NitRam Hernandez scale scale. scale. out of 10. (laughs) I like... I like this so, I, I like so much pick. better as Nitram. Yo, Nit Ram is just Martin backwards, bro. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> <It's> 
I know yeah, it that's is. What it I, is. Like, I like Nitram so much more. <laughs> so that, that's what's the good things. Uh, Brandon, yeah. Mr. Nah. Bad Guy, Mr. Savage. What's the down? Who's down, down, down bad, bad pick of the week? Who's down, down bad? bad. Man, who's down bad? Honestly, I wanted to pick TK real bad this week because that was disgusting. But we're going to go with Jeff Hardy because honestly, it's never good to be in your post. Honestly, stand on business, brother. (laughs) Jeff, stand on on business. Jeff Hardy, he posted us earlier this week about not being on Rampage, not being allowed on Rampage, only being on Collision. But like, there has to be good reason. Rampage. Rampage. It, oh, he's only allowed on Rampage. Disgusting. But it has you, to be good reason. And then, you know, a video comes out this week of Jeff Hardy doing a spot and just completely failing. Like, completely failing. And you go to yourself, maybe that's the reason you're not on TV, brother. Maybe you should be added to Chance's list and just hang it up. That's a down bad pick of the week. <laughs> like, hang look, it up. Jeff Hardy needs uh, to be happy. Down bad, hey. Hang it up. He needs to be happy to have a but fucking job. But my double job. tap for the week is the should go see again. What was that? I said Jeff needs to shut up and be happy he has a job. Jeff has Facts. more chances I'll than anyone, and I never I'll understood why. Job. That man is nothing, and I, and I truly mean this, guys. Like, it can get the hater alert or whatever. Jeff Hardy, to me, is something I don't understand. He was never nothing special. To Jesus me. Christ. I don't Oof. understand Jeff Hardy. I don't get what all the hype is about. Tell me how you really feel. Really all right, man. Take it easy, bro. Jesus. Oh, whoa, come Jesus. Man. 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 Really, I'm sorry. Come on, grab really it. Is. Reel it back be so a... I can do the double tap of the week. That <laughs> is the best matches I've seen this week. I, honestly, I'm going to give it to the whole SmackDown matches. All of them? Because SmackDown, for me, it cooked this week. All of them, all, all of them were entertaining. All of them were hard hitting. All of them were spot on to me. So any match from SmackDown, yeah, I was, go I was kind of jealous. Martin got SmackDown this week. <laughs> yeah, SmackDown was SmackDown was fire this week. But that is our week for this episode podcast, ladies, gentlemen. Welcome to the Zombie King Takeover. We're probably not doing it again because. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, but uh, that's it. That's all we have for this week. Chance, any plugs? Martin plugs. Savage plugs. Listen, hey, you, you got know matches? Only... Yeah, you got matches. What's going no, on? No, no, no matches this week. My, unfortunately, my girlfriend's getting surgery tomorrow, so I gotta take care of her. Oh, this many. Week. Well, listen, I, I hope and Vanessa have a good surgery. Out. Have a good surgery, and we'll be there to take care of you. If he doesn't, let us know. We'll all hit him with a super kick. As his oh, punishment for talking, for talking down to Obi Femi. Listen, the only thing I ever care about is this Twitter account. Listen, it's the only thing I care about. Follow us at 4 S-I-D-E-S-O-T-R on Twitter.com. And also, guys, I want to thank one of the ringsiders for buying me a brand new transmission so I can install it in my car. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. We're going to start a P.O. box soon, all right? Guys, you can send, send you're that not hearing it twice. Pieces. But all I care about is this motherfucking Twitter. <laughs> okay? Y'all know me and Chance are on it. All right? It's all we care about. I love everybody who gets involved with our tweets and everything about it. Give us a follow. We got great things coming up. And also, like I said, check out our Indie Pick of the Week. It's going to be a tag team this week. It's going to be a good one. You know, it's Life and Times, L-Y-F-E. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. You know the vibes. 
You're... You already know Zombie King. Zombie King Instagram. Zombie King 91 on YouTube. Zombie King underscore on Twitter. So, I'm on Twitter, y'all. So, go give me a follow. With that said, this is this week's episode of Four Sides of the Ring. Thank you for listening. Please go like all our platforms. Twitter, Instagram. I think we're on everything. TikTok. Our podcast is pretty much everywhere. Technically, all what not. iTunes, YouTube. Go, please, like, share, and don't forget to listen. Thank you, y'all. We'll see you next week.